What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Spar Life. I am your host, Coach Bratlin, along with Coach Foley. What's up, Coach? What's going on? Not much. Little, uh, uh, Martin, Luther, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. holiday weekend right here. So we got a little bit of, uh, I guess, what the cadets would call along. They, however, are not going to be enjoying their their long weekend. But they have the day off from classes, <laughs> right. so a little bit of enjoyment there. It's but a, they are it's, here. It's uh, virtual classes. Isn't every day off of classes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not probably. Actually, interesting with those virtual classes, a lot of them say that they tend to be more difficult right. than attending class. I think physically and mentally. You know, I think physically they're just sitting down all day. They get a little tight. Their eyes get strained. And then mentally oh, yeah. just, you know, having to you know, go from class to class and portal to portal. And, and I could see how, I mean, it wears on us trying to teach personal defense and, and everything else virtually as well. It's, it's just a different kind of challenge. Yeah. It's, it's unique for sure. Uh, we're getting through it. So um, we'll get some, uh, we'll have some officers graduate this year and go <laughs> become ensigns, uh, which, which we are excited about before we get to graduation. We have Figured. a, <laughs> we have a wrestling season to, yeah. to get, to get through. Uh, and we, we want to take the time this episode. There's just so many questions still up in the air. It's Moving almost parts. And I remember in the fall thinking at this point in, in the season, we'll probably have a lot of the questions answered by at this time where we're at right now. And I wouldn't say that we have a lot of the questions still answered yet. And so we're going to do our best to educate you guys on what we know and what we're look, what we are, I guess, look, hoping to happen and, and then how that's going to kind of go play out or um, go to go down. So for our team specifically, um, as we said last time, we are back virtual learning. Um, we are having practices, you know, quote unquote practices. Um, we originally thought we were going to get on the mat a little bit earlier than, than where we're at right now. Um, it, it, but the, uh, the Academy wanted to, to play out or finish out this ROM. So a ROM is basically like quarantining more or less restriction of movement. Yep. And and it, which which is which is a good idea, which is really smart. It allows, you know, we have all all the cadets coming back from all different parts of the country. They're traveling, flying, driving. Um, it just gives time for and and they're being tested a lot um, for COVID, tested a lot. And as you know, it takes a, a you know it could take three to five days to for symptoms or to show up on a test. And so at this point, I believe our cadets have been tested like four or five times. Um, you know, we're getting to the point now where like if if we had a, a widespread outbreak of COVID like we would know about it because we're getting random tests each week as well. Um, 50% of the core is being tested weekly, I believe, we're correct? Yeah, and at this point, we've actually changed our testing model from a, you know, a random surveillance testing of, you know, 4 to 5% of the core with a PCR test. And now we're doing that random 50% selection with PCR testing, but we're also doing two times a week with antigen testing. So these cadets are going to be tested we're, we're gonna know before anything even happens yep so so we're still um following precautionary measures wearing masks uh, social distancing six feet away which hasn't kept us from getting some workouts in though so we've been able to do strength conditioning um which it, the guys have been working hard you know like we said last time kind of seeing what kind of condition they're in and they're, they're, they're doing well and we've able, been able to keep it a little bit more lighthearted at times and you know, as they, they want to get on the mat. I mean, that is, yeah. yeah. And I, I felt so bad when we had to tell them that we we're going to wait a little bit longer <laughs> because they were just, I mean, just itching to get on the wrestling mat and to, to start practicing and competing in the, in the sport that, that they enjoy doing. And when we said, Hey, we're gonna have to hold it off for a little bit longer. Oh, I could just see their, you know, their heads kind of drop a little bit. So we've, so we've been trying to keep it upbeat, uh, do things, um, 
kind of think outside the box a little bit, make it enjoyable for them um, versus just making it a grind. And and also just keeping everyone in in a group. You know, we've actually been outside with most of these workouts. We've been blessed with, with nicer weather. Yeah, so, 40 degrees here yeah, in New England this been, time of year is pretty nice. Yeah, I've been working out 37. <laughs> you know, what's it been at night? About 30, 36, 37 degrees. Yeah, it and drops off a little bit, but it's it's been nice because, uh, you know, if we were running traditional practices, you know, traditional for this COVID era, we would still be having split practices where, you know, the 25 pounders might never actually interact with the 97s and the heavyweights, you know, it's so to have all, you know, 35-ish participants of the team be together and work out together and see each other and laugh. And it, it's, it's a better situation right now, well, in my opinion. That's something that people probably don't really think about is when you are doing split practices, we have freshmen on the team that don't know anybody on the team. <laughs> yeah. And and that's slowly changing. Right. And so when you're having split practices, they've, they have not seen half of the team at times, you know, unless we, unless we've come together at a group, but you know, and it just takes time, right? It, it could take up to half of three quarters of a season to, and that's where those trips, wrestling trips, tournaments, that's really when, when you start um, learning about people and meeting new people you know, who, who you enjoy hanging out with and sitting next to on the bus. And so with the, this week or last couple of weeks, we, they've, we've, we've been in, like you said, in a large group. And so they've had more time again to interact with, with their peers and, and uh, I guess teammates that uh, they haven't had the chance to do so because of COVID. But it, it, overall, it's been it's been good. I think we've been getting a, a fair amount of of good hard workouts in, while also having that counterbalance of being fun and lighthearted, and, and the guys messing around. And uh, you know, they came down yesterday and they had a, a big ultimate frisbee tournament with each other, and, and so they're they're finding ways to entertain themselves while still being active and actively recovering as well as we get ready to get on the mat here. Yeah. So, so then like diving into, you know, kind of beyond the scope of, of Coast Guard wrestling, you know, we're, we're doing our thing here. We feel pretty good about what we're doing here. We've created a little bit of a bubble at the academy and we feel good about our odds of getting on the mat practicing here on Monday and, and then moving forward. And I yeah, think our, our administration, if, if deemed safe, we, we are, we can, we're ready to compete. Yeah, we can compete. Yeah. And, um, and so with that, there's been a ton of questions from from parents and followers and people on, on social media just asking like, hey, what is the deal? Like what's going on? And and I think you and I sometimes can kind of, I guess, not recognize that because we're we're involved in this every single day. We're yeah, having meetings. We know what's going on. Calls, yep. But, um, you know, taking this opportunity to, to kind of describe to the listeners what is actually going on with the landscape of Division three wrestling and how things will and have been affected. Yeah, some of the complications are, yeah, I guess they're complications. What makes it difficult, so so we're in the process of creating a schedule. And what is difficult is, besides the normal things of creating a schedule that are difficult, is is having the same protocols at both schools. So different schools and different conferences and things have different testing procedures and, and how many times a week you need to test and what type of test and um, how many times you can compete in a week and how many how many teams you can compete against in a week. So we're taking into consideration all of those things and we're trying to schedule people. And it is it gets to be difficult when there's so many rules or parameters or policies in place and they're all different. It's not it's not consistent between everything, every single school. And here's one thing that I, I I personally didn't consider that was brought up to us in a in one of our most recent meetings. But we actually had a trip. 
we have a trip scheduled for an early morning departure. And one of the unforeseen complications is like, hey, that's a Saturday morning and your bus is going to leave at 6 a.m. We have to get people in here from the medical side of things at 4 a.m. to do your testing, which means we got to be here with the cadets lined up ready to roll at at 3.30 in the morning. And that's a pretty big ask. And so, so like those are the kinds of obstacles. And that's a that Saturday. Were, so it's Sunday. Now, if you're going to want to compete on a Sunday, it'd be right. probably even be more difficult. Right. So now you're starting to limit now the day, number, the days of weeks that you could even compete on. But I'm also currently reading a book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Yeah. We're, we're trying to find ways to make these obstacles our, our opportunities. Yeah. I've read that book. So I, I uh, know a little bit about that. But so, so we do have some dual scheduled. I think that's important to to acknowledge. Every everything is tentative right now, which I think is why we haven't officially released anything. Released yeah. anything. There's nothing to release because it's <laughs> like you said, it's so, it's all uh, hoping that that they'll happen. Right, and and so we're at the point now where we feel pretty good, where we have like six, seven duels on our schedule right now before the NCAA regional tournament. Um, but coach, let's talk a little bit about regionals, what it's going to look like in kind of the qualification process and some of the changes that have been made per the NCAA. Yeah. The question, number one question, Hey, is there going to be a national tournament? Like that's what everybody wants to know. So if there's a national tournament, people would, would, would deem that a season. Um, and I, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but maybe they don't, but like nobody's being charged with uh, a year, a year of eligibility this year, which is great. Um, <laughs> not as great for the United States Coast Guard Academy athletes, as you know, it's a, we have a four year training program and they will graduate in four years and, and they will, uh, they'll go on to be officers. But, but in terms of the, of the nation, it's good that nobody's losing eligibility right now. Um, so with, with the inability to compete or limited, uh, competition time, but so in, in order to have, so going back to the question, is there going to be a national tournament? And so what the NCAA has said in order to have a national tournament, there needs to be 70, 70% of the teams must, must be competing in it. And, and so with 113 division three schools with wrestling, that 70% number works out to be approximately 80. Right. So if we dip below 80 teams total, um, that would kind of be, I guess, be grounds for the NCAA to step forward and, and say, yeah, we are no longer going to have the uh, NCAA winter championships. And so as of last Friday, there are 17 teams that have officially decided to pull the plug, which which brings our total down to 96, but we you know still leaves us fairly optimistic. 16, 17 we, teams you know, off. We have a we have a decent buffer there and and a lot will remain to be seen here in the coming weeks, but um you know, if you asked me 2 months ago, coach, I would say we would have already surpassed that number. Yeah. Yeah, it's a- I think we're going to, as students start coming back to campus and other campuses here, we're going to probably find out pretty soon. I would say within the next, I'm going to say be optimistic and say week or two. I could be totally (laughs) wrong on that and it could be another month. I don't know. But I I think in the next week or two, uh, some final decisions are going to have to be made. Um, And just, let's just say the national tournament's happening, right? We'll we'll just pretend it's going to happen before we talk about it not happening and what we'll do. But if it's if it's going to happen, there are some some changes. So it's not going to be a traditional regional that we're used to. We they are going to take the remaining teams and form new regionals. So I have no idea what that looks like because it's going <laughs> because it's going to have to it's going to depend on the remaining teams, right? Where 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 they're located, um, in terms of, of the geographic region and all of those things. And and we'll also with that having less teams, there will also be less national qualifiers. So we typically have 180, um 
athletes that will qualify for the national tournament. And now it's going to be reduced down to 126. And so I so I guess depending on how many regions there are and what they do with that, then that will determine how many qualifiers will come out of each region and what places you need. So we don't even know any of that stuff. We don't, we won't know any of that stuff until they, they tally the, the total amount of schools that are left. Right. Which there's speculation, but at the end of the day, we, it would just be a guess from us on our end, but you know, at regionals, if, if it does go on and happen, we just got to punch guys into the finals and just secure them a spot. Right. Right. Yeah. And so the national tournament would be in lacrosse, Wisconsin this year. Um, I guess the biggest problematic right now or that would need to be overcome or, um, figuring out that overcoming the obstacle would be like overnights. Right. Currently for, I would guess almost every school in the country right now, overnights are not happening. Could they happen in two months, you know, in March when the national championship, I guess that not even in two months anymore now. Seven weeks. Yeah. And so could we have overnights then? You know, we're going to have to, if we're going to have a national championship. So we'd have to figure something out. Right. And, and as a preface, there are division three schools that are competing currently. They have models set up where they're, they're wrestling tries and quads and um, even singular duels. And yep. in, in, trying to think. So there's been division three schools that have wrestled division one schools. I don't think any division three school has wrestled another division three school yet. Correct. Right? And that, that will happen. I, I believe this coming week, the twenty. 20- Fourth, I believe, is yeah. that first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so there is wrestling action happening. It's just not necessarily happening here in the Northeast yet. Um, like we said, we are optimistic. We do have teams on the schedule for as soon as, you know, a couple weeks from now. Um, but we are working diligently to try and figure out the logistics of how we can get the testing set up, how we can get there and get back in a, in a day right now. And for the immediacy of New England in the Northeast region, it seems like our next big hurdle that we need to overcome is going to be where regionals are. And we will probably have a better idea of that once they realign the region. Yeah. The one thing I didn't point out is that what's kind of the urgency to have these duels is the NCAA has put a rule in that we have to at least compete in three events before right. the national tournament. Right. So now you're talking about like, so that's a, so something with huge, huge a point that we left out, like, like it, in any other season, we just be able to walk into regionals having not wrestled a single match. And if you, if you place high enough, you go to the national tournament. Well, we have to compete in at least three dates, three separate dates in order to be postseason eligible. And if you ask me why they did that, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But that is the rule for the season. And, and so we are that that is like you said, that is the urgency to get these duels in and on the calendar and, 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 not, and, and not, be, not be canceled due to COVID or anything like that, because that which could is, happen, yeah. which is why we, we have, in my opinion, I guess, overscheduled to this point, just in, in anticipation of something potentially happening. Right. And, and would the NCAA give a waiver if we couldn't get the three in that? I don't know. That also remains to be. We'd rather to be, be answered and sorry. Right. So we're doing everything that we can to not only physically and mentally get our guys to the national tournament, but scheduling and all these other parameters that, that need to come into to play to have them give them the opportunity to actually compete to go to the national championship. I guess the next question would be like, so that's plan A. <laughs> that's plan A. Everything <laughs> goes National championships on. We get our three duels in. We go to a a makeshift re, makeshift regional. We qualify athletes to the national tournament. We go to Lacrosse, Wisconsin, and we bring home all Americans. That would be Plan A. Sounds good to me. Yes. So Plan B is what happens if they cancel the national championship? 
Well, right now we had a meeting with our athletic administration here last week and they said even worst case scenario, regionals doesn't happen, nationals doesn't happen. We are still going to compete in some capacity. And I think that's really encouraging for our our seniors, our seniors primarily, excuse me, and just being able to provide them one last opportunity to go out and, and maybe it's against Merchant Marine, maybe it's against another school here in New England, but to, to go out and take the mat against somebody mm-hmm. um, and give them some sort of senior night and some acknowledgement for their contributions to the program over the last four years, I think that's going to be really special. And we saw throughout the fall, uh, our athletic director, Dan Rose, he did a phenomenal job of, of getting other service academies, whether it be Army West Point or Merchant Marine or um, you know whoever else it might have been, another maritime school, uh, Coming in here to compete against our teams at least once or twice, um, so we're we're definitely optimistic that we will have that. It could be as expansive as the remaining teams in New England set up a, a rotating schedule where we have five duels in the month of March. Yeah, if I had to guess, it's going to be a range of two to five duels, right? Potentially, with no no, no postseason. postseason, but but something, and, and so. I guess to appease some of the fans or, or, you know, maybe put someone's mind at ease, there will be Coast Guard wrestling on a mat as in some form this season. Right. We just don't know exactly how it's going to look and how often it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've kind of, I mean, it's been, it's been challenging for sure. You know, just, uh, just not knowing, I mean, just the, you know, kind of just never knowing like what's actually going to happen. And it's been hanging. It's almost like a, it's like somebody's been dangling a carrot in front of our faces for months, you know, or since since March, since last March, you know, since we went to the last national tournament. Yeah. And and I think another thing for at least my sentiment is it feels like kind of like hurry up and wait because like we're in such a good place here at the academy where like we've done a lot of this stuff preemptively and, and our administration has done this throughout the fall where like we know that we can do this and do this safely and, and compete. And so like we have all of our ducks in a row. Like we're, our, our guys are already back. They're already working out. They're already doing all these different things. We have precautions in place for wrestling practices on a mat. You know, we're, we're in a very good spot in terms of us being able to do what we need to do. It's kind of like we're ready but we're waiting for other teams to kind of figure their stuff out. And and so we can kind of put the finishing touches on it and cross the T's and dot our I's. Yep. Yeah. So we're ready to go. I know our guys are ready to go. Uh, We're hoping to get back on the mat practicing um, tomorrow. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll see, we have a meeting to discuss that. And if we're given the green light, we're going to go and uh, we'll stick to our, obviously our, our capacity limits, our mass and and, uh, pods, things like that. But it's, it definitely makes you appreciate being able to, to wrestle again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Along with everything else that, that COVID has taken from us. Yeah. So, so coach, what, what else you got? That's, that's about it. I, I think, I think we covered most things. We just want to take the time this week just to answer everybody's, all of those questions that, that were kind of lingering or people had. And I think we hit most of them or at least everything that we know up to this point. Um, if there's something that, you want to know, you know, mess on Instagram, we'll get back to you and be able to answer your question. But we are remaining optimistic. We also want to be realistic you know, as we, we don't want to put anybody in an unsafe situation. Um, or, and But we're hoping it's going to go off. And if it doesn't, we have plan B and, and we'll get guys opportunities to get on the mat. And, and we'll feel good about that, too. And I think I think our wrestlers will feel good about that. And, 
you know, they, they want to compete. They want to go to the national championship, but at the end of the day, they just want to compete. I mean, as much as I love practice (laughs) (laughs) and people, you eventually want to get on the mat, right? Yeah. Wrestle someone else. Yes. Besides your teammates. And so we're looking forward to that in some capacity and we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody know when that happens. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, And until next time, keep living the spar life.